0: We have to recognize that there cannot be relationships unless there is commitment, unless there is loyalty, unless there is love, patience, and persistence. Cornell West. Bending, not breaking. Season three, episode 15. The Boiling Rock, part two. Welcome back to another episode of Bending Not Breaking. I'm Sunshine Mayfield. And I'm Ben Pruitt. And we are excited to be here for another episode. Always excited. Part so excited. two of what is a, a dual episode, if Ooh, you will. Ooh, the second um, part. That is one of my favorite episodes of the series. I'm
1: a fan. It's really, there's so much in this episode. There's a lot.
0: We also have Max who's, who's tickling those dials, as always, making a sound all silky smooth. He touches the dials like never
1: during... The recording.
0: He slightly nudges the dials every now and then to make it sound it's all about the pre work. All... Yeah. Yeah. It's a Lots lot of, of pre work. Yeah. It's a lot of setup. But uh, this is a special episode, Ben.
1: I love special episodes. Tell me why. So earlier
0: this season, we had uh, a guest Cameron, another guest Casper, a different guest Marilyn, who, who has a very uh, unique connection with Avatar The Last Airbender.
1: Yeah, all the all the people that I said and have a
0: unique connection is a mental health professional. Oh wait, Lindsay and was on the show back again on cricket the show. Leo! Cricket, Leo! Oh! hey guys, Cricket, oh, we're what's so up? glad you're back. This is so exciting.
2: Very excited. I'm... I can't wait. It's my it's my my dual. Uh, debut here i might have to go for a three-peat one of these days
0: i think so this should just be a recurring thing we'll get you on every season we'll talk cora later we'll talk comics i love it because there's comics that heavily feature may may is like prominent yeah this is so yeah we you're you know you're more than welcome to come back whenever you want thanks guys but this is an episode that heavily features May. Absolutely. It does, um, yeah. Some of her best one-liners, some yep. of her best oh-snap moments. Indeed. <laughs> um, and so we're happy to be talking about the Boiling Rock Part 2. We are doing this through a lens of loyalty, Ooh. which is very interesting to think about in the context of this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, let's let's talk a little bit about loyalty. I, I think, or, before we dive into
1: loyalty, yes. we have a responsibility and D- I think, Dewey, I think it is your turn to do the synopsis of our show in the form of a thirty-second recap.
0: Ben, oh my goodness, it's not. It's totally your turn because <laughs> you have the odd episodes on recaps, if and I know this you to be true were because loyal you to did me. episode five the first time Cricket was on, and now it's episode fifteen, which is also your turn. You Whoa. have thirty seconds to recap yeah, the episode. Yeah, but if you were loyal and to away me, we
1: go. So, oh my God, Hakoda is now a prisoner at the boiling rock and so Saka, Zuko, Suki and Chit-Sang are like, "Oh my god, how do we get escape?" Oh my god, but now we have to have Hakoda and how do we get all escape? And so they escape because they create a riot. Chit-Sang creates a riot actually. And so what happens is there are problems 15 seconds. for the okay, the four arrive and, and then uh, you know Azula shows up and then Mei and Ty Lee and Zuko, Mei's like, "Hey Zuko, how dare you?" And then Zuko traps her in a Five prison seconds. cell. The plan teeters on the edge, Mei and Zuko fight and Mei and Ty Lee defend two, from Azula. One.
0: <laughs> I did my best Yeah, we're all doing our best here Hey,
2: this is a big episode That was hard to do
0: There's a lot that goes on in this episode And a There's lot so for us much. to dissect Through the lens of loyalty
2: mm-hmm. Yeah Cricket,
0: I'm going to throw it to you Yes, please What is loyalty?
2: Oh, I what, mean, is it, loyalty what does it mean? It's so great it, Loyalty to me is like the kind of thing that you can't buy It's almost like a great personality <laughs> Like you either have it or you don't, but you can earn loyalty. You can't buy it, which I kind of love. And the cool thing about loyalty, I always think is like, it's got honesty. It says that you're empathic to the other person, but you're so honest and so loyal that if it's something that might not even be good for you, you still do it. That's loyalty.
0: Which I think that's a wonderful kind of thing. I think we're going to be able to talk we could probably talk on just loyalty itself for 45 Yeah. Minutes. yeah. <laughs> um, in the context of the show it'll, it'll be really interesting as we get into it because w- what's the boundary for it? Where where's the the line where that you know loyalty we we mm. I think it gets pushed as this wonderful quality to have and something you want in your friends. You want people who are going to back you up. You want people who are going to be there to support you and we view that as loyalty but you kind of hit it at the end is there's moments where it becomes destructive and
2: yeah, just like anything
0: else or any other emotion where there's positive you but it You're can right. to negative.
2: It could bite you, right? It could bite you in the butt. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think when people say he's loyal to a fault, I'm like, Ooh, okay. That's, that's weird. Like then that's, that's a fault. <laughs> why, why are we saying yeah. that's great? Like we should be can like, I well, hold on. He should be careful of his personal boundaries, whoever oh. he is.
1: Yeah. Can I ask you more about that? I have, I have, um, a question. So with loyalty, yeah. I, I want to talk about the connotation of loyalty as well. So there's like, there's what we, what we uh, are perceived to be loyal, which is kind of what you're talking about. It's like, Oh, you can't like, you can't buy it. It's something you have to earn. But it, to me, it feels very transactional when it's used in that, with that language. Mm. And and so what I mean by that is like, uh, for instance, when you speak of brand loyalty, yeah. uh, So, like, I am a loyal Apple user, Mm -hmm. for instance. I I really like Apple. Apple is not uh, sponsoring this, but I would gladly (laughs) appreciate uh, an Apple sponsorship. That being said, I like like Apple. I like iPhone. I love my iPad. I use it heavily in my work, and I really am a a fan of that, but it becomes problematic for me when in terms of like brand loyalty, what the brand then has power to do with that loyalty. Mm. And so for me, I, I, I question loyalty because to me, it seems like it is a, uh, a function, or not a function, but it is a tool that the powerful and privileged use to manipulate the people who are less. So, I, and I, yeah, and I, I think, and another,
2: we t- yeah, when you're talking about customer and brand loyalty, yeah, yeah. That, that is meant to manipulate us from our dollars.
1: Yeah. And, and, and another way to frame it is like, for instance, I, I worked with the Y for a long time and mm. it's not like I've said it before. And I, I have organizational loyalty to the Y mm. and what that has done is it it. I think that's ultimately what led to my, my burnout with that in that I felt pressure, to support the brand over time in, uh, while sacrificing my needs. And yeah. so I'm interested to to talk about how loyalty is very subtly something that can really drain us of our, our life force, if you will.
2: <laughs> right. Cause um, then it which, leads which, what are your to, thoughts on that? it's almost like loyalty fatigue. So yes, right. Yeah, that's it's a great compassion one. fatigue. Right. Same thing. It's like, okay my compassion for this company and for their mission is so great that i put my own needs a little bit behind and when you do a little bit behind for more than like three years you're a lot behind and you're like how did i get here why do i suddenly hate these people (laughs) you know maybe not the organization itself but but the people who work there so i do think we can have loyalty fatigue i think we can be like gosh Maybe it isn't a two-way street with every friend that you're being loyal to or your parent, right? Like, I have trouble with the parent. Thing Absolutely. I'm like, oh, we're sp- I'm supposed to be loyal to this man because he's my dad. But then I'm like, but what? Just based on that? Like, that can't, that doesn't make yeah. sense. Family, they have to do as much work to earn it as any person should
1: yes 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 so that's i think we're going to see that in this episode we absolutely yeah because
0: what that i love the point that you make that if you you give up a little bit of your time or you get a little bit behind on your personal needs over you know each week right like let's put it in the context of a work i'm giving up a little bit of my needs each week and how after 52 weeks of a year you've become 52 more parts behind where you should be emotionally physically rest wise And that's a really important point to kind of highlight because I think the expectation – my perception is the expectation of loyalty is when someone asks me to be loyal in a certain moment, in a certain time, that I'm expecting some form of like, yeah, I'm going to do this, but I also know that you're going to take care of me later even Mm. if I'm sacrificing a little bit right now that's interesting. And so when that when that taking care of never comes that's i think <laughs> so you that, that keep really score really
2: on win. your loyalty you have a scorecard well,
0: which is not what you want to do with a friendship no. or, uh, there's so much uh,
1: literature on how keeping score it, i think who who's the guy there's a guy who does a, a lot of marriage work and like that's john what, gottman i think it's ch- Yes, there yeah. it is, Don Gottman. Uh, like his whole thing is when when people are keeping score, that is a telltale sign yeah, of a failed yep. marriage.
2: <laughs> exactly, but it's true. It's like it's like giving a gift, right? Even to the homeless guy, right? I give him five bucks. Someone will be like, "Well, that's you know, what, what are you doing?" Like he's gonna spend that on a booze. I'm like, I, I don't really care. I could care less. It made me feel a certain way to give him the damn five dollars. And it isn't up to me how he spends it, and it's the same with loyalty. I feel like it should be given freely without a transaction attached, um, you know. But that takes trust and vulnerability in your friendships.
0: Well, I almost feel like loyalty is is this a similar concept? And I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher this analogy, and I'm prepping myself to say it in the best way possible. <laughs> this idea of not needing to say I promise to things, because mm. when you have to say I promise, it means there's a lack of trust.
2: Oh, that's so um, good. Yeah, yes. that's and true. so yes. I
0: feel like when you have to call something loyalty, it's almost an equivalent exchange of that where it's, if you have to call it, like, I need you to be loyal, it means there's an absence of trust. It means that there's an absence. That is so interesting. Uh, that's kind of the way that I view it sometimes. And
1: that's the first and foundational Dysfunction of a team, according to Patrick Lynch. Oh, is that's interesting.
2: Is that one? And also in a relationship, like in a love relationship, I remember I had a long-term boyfriend be like, you know, when we ended things, he was like, you're just such a great girl. I don't know what my problem is. You're so loyal. And I remember being like, ew, like a dog, <laughs> 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 like you're disgusting. I was like, I don't, I I'm sorry. So, I just like run to the door every day, like, hi, I'm so glad you're home. Like, it just freaked me out. I was like, ew, I think they meant it as a compliment, <laughs> right? But, well, how, what does that mean? I'm loyal. What? Loyal? Well, I as if I've like that, had to stick with you. You know, it was just so weird.
1: Yeah, I, I think loyalty is really interesting because I, and I think we are going to see that in the relationships on this episode because we're going to get there really soon. But when loyalty is the dominant trait, we have to really consider what one is being loyal to. Mm. So, I, like, am I being loyal to this relationship? Am I being loyal to this person? Am I being loyal to their safety? Am I, what, like, what are we being loyal to? Yeah, and, and there's so, a
2: fine line between loyalty and codependence.
1: Yes, and so what we see with Azula... Let's be real. Mm, yeah. Like we're gonna we're gonna go straight for the moment. Let's jump on in. Let's we're go gonna, for that moment. Yeah, Get let's her. go for the moment here. This is what we're really all like subtly hinting at, right? So we we see May defy Azula.
2: Yeah, we do. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah, she, she does. does, and
1: it's the and it's like a boss moment, right? It's totally awesome, it and is. it's really cool because Azula comes up to her and says, "Like, what were you thinking?" Yeah, and you uh, you know the line better than better than i do <laughs> but uh, essentially says, yeah, it comes down i guess to- you
2: don't know people as well as you think you do you miscalculated i love zuko more than i fear you
0: that's the one Ugh! What a moment! And for me, it, <laughs> you see the physical hurt in Azula in oh, the animation at that moment.
1: It was animated so well. And it I think was.
0: it's easy to kind of say, "Well, like Azula thought she was loyal, and that that really threw her for a loop." But I also think if uh, Azula kind of feels like loyalty and love are intertwined, and so mm. that moment acts as like a double you don't love me. Yeah, like it, it, it hits double as hard. Don't you think of we
2: it. all do that? Like, like when somebody doesn't do what we've asked, like he didn't take the garbage out i asked him three days in a row he doesn't love me like it's a simple it's 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 a childlike it's thing the,
1: it's the stories we tell ourselves yes. right if when you get i older, am telling myself like, a story he loves
2: me that's nothing to do with that but it's a simple it's a basic need and she sure Azula lives in those needs in those basic cool. pan i think needs. she's grown
1: up seeing loyalty as a function of what she has been equating to love mm-hmm. because that's probably all she's been getting from ozai right yeah. hey you're good at this. You're good at this. It's probably what like, she's showing Ozai, it's, yeah. And it's what she's showing him as her love language, right? Yeah, I I'm think you're right. You. That's, that's how I show you I love
0: you. Yeah. And
1: now, she is just has like there. There's this enmeshment where now it's a conflated concept of what love is, and I I think that's really dangerous. And so that, I have a question for you that just brings up a question. Yeah. So, how do we combat? enmeshment in the sense of when we are telling ourselves story about what love is, how do we get out of that? Right? Because Azula comes up to a brick wall. Yeah. Enmeshment
2: (laughs) is huge. I mean, I do a whole, like, I have a whole, you know, PowerPoint for people on, on the difference between caring and enmeshing and it's so different. And the difference is that one of them you're sacrificing yourself, and one of them you're not and you have boundaries. But people are terrified to set boundaries because they think people won't quote like me or people will think I'm a quote or someone will think I'm quote a mean girl. It's like, what? No, no, those are fake made up like American concepts. You just be a person and be like, hey, I don't really like that. How about we go this, you know, it's like really simple, but women especially are terrified, terrified to set boundaries. So they enmesh, I think probably far more than, um, than men do in helping professions as teachers, therapists. I mean, you guys know, right. Camp counselors. I mean, that must be,
0: Yeah. how do you
2: not go there with kids or, you know, with people that need you? It's so hard.
1: Well, it's, and it's something that I struggled with, uh, for a long time. Uh, frankly, that's, that has been one of my struggles and learning to set boundaries to make it so that I don't do that has been really, really challenging.
2: Yeah. And and if you, you know, like your day's over and you go to wherever you go, your, your cabin or your house or wherever, and you're still thinking about them into your time, which is like your real estate, then you know, Oh, okay. I'm giving a little bit too much of my heart or, or work or detail or worry to them. And they. Will be just fine without my worry. They will be just fine without my care. And even those that are homeless and that literally can't do anything—it's still not your responsibility to save them. So it, it's yes. really hard. But that's the way to to become unenmeshed, just well, to pay attention what you're doing. So
1: it it sounds like uh, it, it, this is a bold bold saying. Bear with me, but it sounds like there's a hint of arrogance when it comes to enmeshment in the mm, sense that could be. Yeah, like, I, I'm the only one who can do this. in that that narrative that we say of like, I'm the only one who knows that this is going yes. wrong. I'm the only, I'm the only one, one that who's can willing save to her. I the exactly. Yeah, it I seems love like that, that
2: one. It's like, oh honey, but it isn't your job. Well, first of all, you're being paid for a job, right? So this isn't just a friend. Let's say it's a person you work with, that's easier because you can be like, all right, your job doesn't say you're saving people's lives. You're not a brain surgeon you're not an exorcist, like this is what you do over here. But if it's your friend or your mom, like that's harder. Cause it's like, if I don't help my mom pay her rent, like she's literally going to be on this, she's literally going to be on my couch. She's look, you know, that's like, and you can see I'm getting all like dysregulated and panicky and and I have goosebumps and I'm hot, like I'm red. And so I'm turning into like a weird version of myself. And then I fall into the fact that I'm the only one, and it's like, wait a minute, I'm one of who? Who can I connect her with that are natural resources? People like that, they're like, I'm it. Well, really? Let's just have somebody take a look. What about the why down the street? What about loaves and fishes if she needs food? What about let's take her to disability network or a disability place because she does have that eye disease. I mean, th- this is the stuff when you These are
1: those protective factors we talked about yes. last time you were on our episode, Yeah, but you right? need
2: that friend or like, you know, husband or wife or somebody to be like, bro, I love that yes. you care this much. It is a beautiful quality. So because I don't want it to kill you and kill that part of you, let's chill and write down let's brainstorm every crazy resource we can think of and it gives you autonomy it gives you efficacy agency over what you're doing and helping them and if it is a parent i mean that's just harder because you have to be like sorry mom you can't stay at my house even though you're about to be homeless but here's some stuff we can do
0: okay yes what can we do sorry (laughs) i was going to cut you off to attach so Well, uh, because I want to bring in another segment, uh, even as we kind of get into tangibles of things we can do, because what's the difference between doing, you know, recognizing that it's not my place to always help, and then you balance that out with, was it Sokka's job to save Hakoda and get him out of the prison? Ooh, good one. And so where's that line of, because if Sokka hadn't have done that, Hakoda might still be there. Well, and, you know, or maybe... I think it would depend know.
2: on Sokka's uh, inside capability. Like, how full is his tank, right? So it's like each of us have a different tank and a different heart and a different, you know... And some people have smaller tanks and they, mm. they don't have that capability and they have a lot of anxiety. And then someone like Sokka, who's like this kind of goofy... Like, he's a ne'er-do-well. Like, he's, a, he's whimsical. So he's probably got a fuller tank than other people because he's... What's the word? I don't want to say not... I don't want to say he's not intellectual but but he's not he's 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 a lighter he he's you know he's got humor and and i think he just wants to do well he just wants to make people happy right so he's probably got a pretty big tank and i don't know that he'd get upset or notice if people weren't like oh my god thank you so much i don't know if it would hurt him the way it would someone else azula
1: i think that asaka in this moment i think you're right his tank has been replenished over the past several episodes but, but like if you go back to episode four with saka's master he was he was yeah, down that's true right? so i i don't know that so he that was moment, resilient he would have had the capacity right and yeah. so i think that seeing people have their ups and downs is really important in acknowledging the uniqueness of our tanks and my tank might be small it might be empty it might be large yeah, it might right. be full And it just recognizing that every person is different and every tank is different. And every moment with regard to said tank is different.
2: Yeah. And my tank is different for each person. It might even be, which is sad, but true.
0: When it also seems that boundary, like where the boundary line is, is, as we talk about loyalty, May hits a boundary that she says this is crossing my boundary and I can't take it anymore. And so her behavior change. Ty Lee hits a similar boundary Mm. But it's also—it seems as if depending on your current mental state, where you're at currently, your boundary levels can change absolutely. from where they once were and where they are. There might be some days where you're—here's my line—and this is where we're not going to cross today. And tomorrow, that might be a little bit different. Yeah, absolutely. And then there might be some boundaries that are like all the time, never do, never this. cross this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's but then true. other boundaries can shift and change. And I think that's important to recognize that like people ebb and flow. Um, and boundaries shift and change and what you're capable of doing one day is going to be different than what you're capable yes. of doing on, on the other and that's day. Like and the that's like the best okay. way to
2: look at humanity right there. Because then we're very like, we don't, we can't assume anything. It would be wrong. Mm. We, we have to be like, hi, what's your story? How are you doing today? What can I do? What do you need? Like that, that was what we should, we, we should be doing with everybody. But you know, we really don't, but it's that window of that. tolerance. Right. So sometimes my window is so effing small. I'm like, don't come in this kitchen. I can't look at a human. Like, I'll say that. Yeah. Like, and people are like, holy is, that's crap. me too. But I'll say, it's not you. It's, I just don't want to see a person. Right. I, yeah. And, or my window is so big and I'm like, oh my God, I made cupcakes. What did you, how was school? Like I want to know. And, and so that might confuse a child or a husband, <laughs> which I'm sure it does, but it's me taking care of me, you know? And so I, I feel like that. I can never apologize for that. I can apologize Keep- that it hurt them. But I can't apologize for the behavior.
1: Here, here. Can we touch on Ty Lee a little bit further? Because yeah. I wanna I wanna touch on like what what was the moment that, that did it for Ty Lee? And I'm curious because well, I, what on do you on the think? show Yeah, well I'm I'm curious because on the show what we see is uh May defies Azula and then only when <laughs> Azula attacks May yeah. do we see Ty Lee intervene. Yeah and I wonder I wonder if Ty Lee changed her mind when she saw May defying Azula, or, or was it when Azula attacked?
2: Yeah, it's like because I could see it being both. Right, I could see it be like, "Whoa, my like super badass friend is going in a different direction," and I could also see her be like, "Okay, guys, physical violence is totally not necessary." <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know which one um, it, it is or was. I think both are are great. Um, conceptualizations of it
0: I do want to highlight how tough it has to be to see you see may make the decision you see that a consequence is going to happen and Mm. you still choose to then act knowing that consequences are likely I think that just makes that decision that much harder Um, yeah
2: yeah i agree i mean and i love that fight. that like that's hilarious where she's like and then the the guards are like what do you want with them and she's like you know i just never want to see their faces again like that's so it's almost better like than
0: go kill them well because she miscalculated twice yeah Yeah. like it happened twice (laughs) she's not good at math that embarrassment and shame right (laughs) um so yeah, shame. that's, a, that's, that's a the tough word. Moment. Shame. There's so oh. much shame in that moment because she feels like she's she she's been bested, she's been defeated, and she didn't see it coming, which is something that she always and talk really about loyalty.
2: I mean, May is saying, "I love this man, even though he wrote me a dear John letter."
0: Mm, like you gotta so be true. kidding,
2: bro! I'd be like, "You out," but I like it. Well, it's, she is like, it's "Interesting. I'm here for you. How- I'm your ride or die." B-. Like it's kind of great.
1: It's interesting how that loyalty is is a shifting. So if if we think of loyalty as the, as, a, as a north star, mm. I'm loyal to my north star, right? And for a while, Azula was May's, right? But what happened is her love for Zuko grew yeah. and grew and grew, and thus became. This is a. Clearly, a metaphor, but became that North Star in a way. Mm. And so now the magnetic pull towards that is stronger than the one towards Azula. Oh, I love that. that That's gives so her romantic. Strength,
2: it's perfect, right? and, though. It's like it is well, a th- and so, pull.
1: And so, what I'm, I'm feeling is it, uh, it, what is the relationship between courage and loyalty, or rather, mm. courage and defying loyalty? Because I think May's defiance of Azula is a really courageous act. Yeah. Because, not only because there's so much fear in regards to Azula, but also I think it, it's apparent in how Ty Lee responds to it because courage is contagious. And oh, so when May is able that. to stand up to Azula, I think ultimately that is what gives Ty Lee the courage to stand up to Azula. I think Azula. you're probably and so right. We, yeah. Right? And yeah. so I just, I think that. That's there's so much there
2: it's contagious I love that you said that's so true and I mean gosh look what's happening in our world right and and all these um, peaceful protesters and civil unrest and it's like I I don't know it's it's a little terrifying and so if somebody I knew said hey we're gonna go to this protester hey I'm gonna say no to you know this kind of rhetoric I I'd be way more like okay you know uh, yeah I uh, that's who I want to be so yeah
0: and I think that th- that 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 cuz in my head i'm thinking about like who's in those situations who's loyal to what and I, and ben kind of brought up the question earlier mm-hmm. what are these characters loyal to is it a person is it a thing what is their north star that we're talking about um an example of this that i wanted to kind of bring up was the guard that lets everyone out <laughs> of the jail cell right <laughs> you cuz you could easily say that he's loyal to the warden but yeah! i don't think that's the case i think he's loyal to the fear that is instilled by the warden because mm. the moment that he thinks mm-hmm. that fear that fear comes into Yeah. Play, Cause he's like, he's
2: in a bad mood. He's like, Oh, all right. You know? Yeah.
0: yeah. The, the moment that he, that fear comes into play, that's what triggers him to open the door. Even though like the warden wasn't the one that gave the commands, Exactly. the fear of the warden was what he was actually loyal to, not the warden himself. Um, and so I think when we lead through fear, we tend to think that people are loyal to us because of the of the way that we're leading. The reality is they're, they're loyal to that fear and not the individual person.
2: Absolutely in right. And that's look, that's Hitler. That's, you know, the world's craziest leaders of which we have one. Um, you know, that's, that's exactly right. So they're ruling by fear and that's a different loyalty, just like that brand loyalty is different too. Uh, they're, they're not what I would call true, or altruistic loyalty, but yes, there's loyalty like that. Like, um, I'm sure the warden was psyched that all you know that all his people are terrified of him. But yeah. yeah, they're not really loyalty to a person.
0: Well, and what we're seeing is is more of a the the strength of what loyalty to hope can bring when when a moment of hope or a glimmer of hope is there. When Ty Lee sees a moment of hope, um, in the in the actions of of May. Mm. Uh, when everyone sees the the glimmer of hope by the way that Suki climbs the the wall and and <laughs> we've just got to talk about runs her. up Suki like a is spider a monkey Total <laughs> uh, amazing <and> just,
1: <laughs> like oh my goodness
0: to just absolutely take down everyone you see these these, these when the when this moment of hope kind of comes around that p- these characters kind of glean a little bit more loyal to that uh, and allows. I just think there's power in that. I think you're right um, and the whole
2: episode has you kind of on edge until then. So you don't really get a chance to settle until that whole, you know what I mean? Like you're kind of like, what's going to happen, what's yeah. going to happen, what's going to happen um, That's until true. that point. So it's, it, you're right. I wonder, yeah, obviously the writers are pretty smart people, so they probably, yeah. they probably yeah. did that on purpose, but it's great viewing.
1: They- so there, like, I want to go. I want to talk about Suki for a little bit uh, and dive into that a little bit more. Uh, but also in her relationship with Sokka and and Zuko, and so what what I think is really fascinating, is and I and I saw this on a Facebook post and I've been compelled to talk about it was when they're on the gondola and Azula and Tylee are coming up to 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 fight them, they arrange themselves back to back so Zuko and Sokka are facing Azula mm. and Suki is facing Ty Lee and they are fighting at each other's backs so they one are literally having their backs right and so yeah there's wow. the trust there is so much trust and loyalty to Sokka and Zuko who frankly Suki doesn't have a relationship yet, but she is so loyal to Sokka that she's willing to trust him in this moment and put her back to him Mm, in this fight. That's
2: cool. I love that you noticed that. That's incredible. And so
1: it's fascinating because they also trust so much in Suki's fighting capacity, which she clearly just demonstrated that she can dominate, but like that she can take down Ty Lee. And so, similarly, Suki has so much loyalty for the other two that, that they can defend against Azula. And I just think that's really a beautiful look at what loyalty can do.
2: I, I agree. What a well-thought-out idea. I agree. I mean, she's a, a, a Kyoshi, I guess, badass um, because she has, like, better combat skills than most people. You know what I mean? And I think that does say a lot um, And I wish she was in more. I do wish Suki was in more episodes.
0: Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. And it's interesting because, Ben, you just kind of touched on it. Suki uh, is trusting Zuko because of her loyalty to Sokka. May is ideally, uh, what we think to see is betraying, I don't know if betrayal is the right word, um, Azula because of her trust in Zuko and her loyalty to Zuko and so that we see that these these relationships with each other can be powerful where's the line where that can become a negative when does that become mm-hmm. a blind trust Ooh, even when yeah. someone's act, acting outside of their values even when someone's doing the wrong thing at what point do you need to kind of sever ties because of that there's a there's a line or a boundary It's a great god that's a that great that question moment?
2: Yeah, it's like, I mean, it's so blind, I love these, there's blind loyalty, right? Blind trust, so wow, that's major trust. Like I can't think of one, okay, my husband. <laughs> I can't think of anybody on the planet that I would have blind loyalty to. That's just like a terrifying concept, but I also have great boundaries. So I think like when I was younger and I was way more codependent, I was like, they need me. I need to jump in and get this done for them. I'm the only one. They asked me, right? That arrogance piece and the, it's foolishness. But then I would have thought, I'm so loyal. I'm the loyalist of all the friends. And I would have totally sacrificed myself, Well, just not great. So I do think there could be, um, yeah, a scary ha- hazard of being too loyal. I, I think
1: you just highlighted something for me. Uh, I, and I think it answers the question in a way. I, th- I think... That if you catch yourself telling yourself the story that I'm, I care more for people than other people care about me, mm. or I, I, I think if that's a story you're telling, I think that's a sign that you need to check check yourself. I agree. Uh, check check yourself before you wreck yourself.
2: Yes, you're gonna um, wreck yourself. Yeah. So, and I, I love I, how and you I think keep the saying the story. Is, it's really true. It's like your own narrative, and I love that because it says. It isn't how you were born. It's how you've assigned a story
1: here, here, which I means love it's Brown. you
2: or me, or that means we can change it.
1: Yeah. Brené Brown is, uh, I, I devour her work. So that's
2: awesome. <laughs> no, I love it. I think it's really Max, true.
1: Max just asked who that was just for everybody's future reference, um, <laughs> but
0: yeah.
2: Brené, Brené Brown was- fan club. I get it. So,
0: to highlight almost if we we're if I was, I'm gonna try to put everything into a, a nice little bow bubble of mm. things that we kinda covered so much around around loyalty, um, even through these characters, understanding and awareness of your own capacity is going to allow you to help serve people better, but not do that in a way that's destructive. Yeah. Having your own boundaries that when you are saying that you are trusting and you are supportive and you are quote unquote loyal to someone Having still having boundaries is important because even if you're loyal to someone, if they're loyal back, they're not going to ask you to push those boundaries, you're right. they're not going to mm. ask you to cross those boundaries. Mm. And mm. so you shouldn't be expected to cross your own moral boundaries, time boundaries, whatever you've got set for the sake of loyalty. And I think that someone loyal back isn't going to do that based off of our conversations. That's kind of what I'm I'm pulling out I think of the that.
1: only thing I would add is also <laughs> the way you can identify things is if you, what are the red flags that help you identify that, uh, that you're crossing your boundary, right? Yeah. Or that you're being asked to cross a boundary. What are the red flags? What are the stories that you tell that give you that flag?
2: Yeah, I agree with everything you guys have said. I think those are brilliant points um i just, stop it no it's there greg agree with you you know completely and, and 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 as may said to you know miscalculate that means she's if she said you miscalculated that means she strategically knew how Azula was going to feel and i and i think that means she understood
1: yes absolutely <laughs> you know what
2: i mean like she she knew it wasn't some whimsical i mean it was whimsical because she was like okay i'm doing it you know it was impulsive well, but I feel like What she... I love about it Yeah, go ahead.
1: to to prove your point, to prove that she wasn't impulsive. Like the guard, like what are you doing? She said saving the jerk who dumped me.
2: Yeah, the right? best line. Just like she
1: she's going into it knowing that she's going to stop this from happening. And I I think that she sees that it's Azula and she's like, "Well, I'm going to do it anyway."
2: Yeah. I know. And you know what I think her loyalty is? It's not it's not Zuko. It's to herself.
1: Ugh. I love don't that. think
2: it's Zuko. I think she's like, whatever. He might come back. I don't care. I'm doing my
1: thing. That's my takeaway, y'all. <laughs>
0: but I think oh, what a beautiful moment to to highlight. You have to act inside of your values. Yes. Like regardless of what the outcome may be. And I think that almost like that kind of gets brought up when, you know, the question earlier of like why are you giving money to someone who, who's sitting on the streets when they could go use it for multiple of things is – I'm going to act inside of my values, and my values say that I need to do this. Yeah. And I'm going to trust that someone is going to act inside their values when they act. And that's kind of where she's at is I'm going – and I love that you push back that it's not loyalty to Zuko. It's She's acting inside of her own values. Yeah. That's my favorite.
2: Yeah, it's Um, just the way – and I do that. I do that in life, and I'll be like, well, I don't know what's going to happen with this situation, but – I did what I needed to do and it sucks and you lose family members and people judge you and it's, it's tough. Uh, but I, that's just the person I want to be. And so it's like, okay, that's the person I want to be. I want to model that to people around me. I want to be like, I don't care if a family member hates me forever because of this, you know, whatever it is. Um, and it'll happen to, to all of us.
1: It really reminds me of Maya Angelou's quote, on belonging. She says, I belong every place. I belong no place. Mm. I belong to myself. Oh, that's and gorgeous. I, I think that it's, the, it's the same thing with loyalty. Like I, I, I am loyal to every place. I am loyal to no place and I am, loyal I, am lo- I loyal to myself. That's beautiful. And I think that, uh, yeah, like you are going to be your best self when you are loyal to you. And acting and within that's your values—that's
2: exactly and, right.
1: And setting and setting boundaries that help you adhere to those boundaries, or setting boundaries that help you adhere to those to your values. values, right? Yeah,
2: like if you look at top values, I mean, I don't know if you guys remember yours or no yours, but you know, mine has bravery, um, you know, positivity, and humor. Like humor is not top two or three for most people, but that is one of my. That is like how I live that I I don't, I wouldn't be able to live if I couldn't make fun of things or I couldn't, you know, I just take the seriousness out. I just, I couldn't. And so to me, that's a big value. Now being an actor that fits in there, great. But being a therapist, maybe not, (laughs) like I'm not sure. (laughs) You know, I I do use humor with my clients, but it's, you know, I have to be careful, right? I have to be smart about it. But bravery means I can say to people, hey, you can pay me and see me for a year or I can just tell you what's wrong right now and you can just figure it out. <laughs> like it's really simple. Yeah. And, and that's bravery because people, usually if they come to a therapist, they might want to stay for a long time or they may not, not want to really hear the hard stuff, yeah. but I hopefully make it comfortable enough that I can say the hard stuff so I can meet my own value
0: absolutely absolutely um what are other big moments in this show that we saw loyalty pop up i thought well
2: sokka and his dad when his dad was like no prison in the world can hold us to you know water geniuses i was like that's awesome like i mean that's family loyalty but i thought it was super adorable and like i bet that i think that when a parent like that is Says something like that, it makes you. Speaking of Maya Angelou, feel belonged to them, and that is huge. That attachment mm. piece and feeling like you belong to a tribe, whether it's friends, family, you know, coworkers. I think tribe, like psychology, is 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 important. It's important to me. Um, some people not so much if they're introverts, but uh, I loved that moment.
1: It's really beautiful. I mean, it's the, I, I I long for a relationship like that with anyone, not just family, but like with anyone that can just, uh, really build on the comparisons that we share, build on the um, things that we share and the things that we are united with. And so if, whether that's, you know, we both like Avatar, the last airbender, or we both eat the same foods or like whatever those similarities are if you can use that to build bridges it's it's beautiful
2: yeah i agree with that
0: absolutely let's build more bridges let's, let's build more, more bridges
2: Well, it's random as i hate driving on bridges but you know they're still they still need, <laughs> to, be, they still need to be built don't they yeah <laughs> and of course yeah. i loved when when may says you could have at least looked me in the eye when you ripped out my heart like that's so great it's so like Ugh. and she never says something that like specific really like I kind of loved it and well, yeah I understand it's, why it's, but it was just a cool moment
1: I feel like that's her setting a boundary with Zuko right yeah. that's her saying hey in the future that here's my boundary you, you need you're gonna, gonna do have this tough conversations.
0: <laughs> you got to do it. Face yeah, like to face. you
2: can't. It's like my thing with people hanging up. Like I, like to me, I, I literally will lose it. Like who hangs up on people? I just think that's so. That's like a pet peeve of mine. But same kind of thing. The dear John letter. Right, the letter that I think she was just like, oh bro, that was low. Like you know that was yeah. not acceptable in my in my value system.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I also want to highlight uh, Jin Sang, who gets played as, like, kind of a dum-dum, like, kind <laughs> of a not-intelligent individual, but clearly can plan and be strategic uh, mm-hmm. with the way that he said, like, I can call out this guard by saying that there's a uh, a kind of a, a snake in the grass and someone who's, who's helped plan this event. Yeah. Um, it's, you know his lo- We don't. Well, we questioned
1: we- his loyalty. Like it was built up. Right. It was set up for us to question his loyalty.
0: Right. Mm, but you also yes. understand that like there's so. But like, how? But it, where's the line again? Because if someone's getting beaten and tortured and, and <laughs> all of this is happening to him, like, can you right. really fault someone for finally breaking? Um, is that like is that something that it's you really point. can? And I don't know what the answer is yeah. to that. I also don't know, like we don't know why he's in there. And he seems like a pleasant guy. I love the way that he gets off <laughs> the boat his name at the is end and it was Jin like, sang. i knew, and it's like quaves like, at everyone. <laughs> I, I
1: think one of the things that makes that one of the things that makes that problematic is that we we see him get put into not only solitary confinement, but solitary confinement that also freezes him. Mm. Right. That is a form of torture. Absolutely. Yeah. And so I, I think Saying what he can and cannot do to uh, the guard that did that to him, not out of, not for good reason, but out of spite, I don't, I'm not in a place where I can say whether that's good or bad. Yeah. You same. know,
0: that type of judgment. Yeah. yeah
1: like I, can't I, pass I can't, I cannot pass judgment on that. No, me too. Right? That's not I, my place. I can't. So I, I can, I can say that putting someone in like forcing them to get beaten and tortured is not okay. And it happened both ways. But I can't fault Chit Sang for, for making that decision.
0: No. I think Same. again and those are moments where like you act inside of your value system. Yeah. And let and let that be your compass. And understand when, when people tell you they've gone through pain or the experiences that are difficult that you've got to accept that for truth. And we've talked about that before yeah. on the show where yeah. challenge your own narratives, challenge your stories. Mm. Mm. Because you need to you need to be self aware and keep that in check. Challenge those, and also you have to believe when people share their stories with you. Here, here. And so it's a paradox, mm. which is, you want it to be black and white, and it's not. It's, yeah, it's not. It's it's, it's it's a paradox, and so you, it's an interesting combination in in own leadership and development that that's something that you might have to navigate, but you have to navigate it. Um, but I just I enjoy Good his point. character. I think he brings humor. I love that he's like, oh, you want a prison riot. <laughs> i know
2: that riot. was the best they're all like how do we do get a riot It's <laughs> awesome it made me want awesome. a riot like i was like
0: yeah i'm in let's do it it's I like a mosh pit at a concert you're just like yeah everyone chooses to be a part of this it seems yeah funny.
2: i wanted and maybe it's because of the world right now but i definitely if i could do it safely would would want to be part of a riot just sounds like a great way to you know let off anger and steam and yeah i mean mosh pits are great although i'm also short that i would probably die in a mosh pit so <laughs> i will i will stay away from those i'll be crushed
1: anything else what what have we missed in the episode regarding loyalty
2: uh, i don't know i mean i feel like there were so many good points there was there was a lot of action though in this one like so you know what I mean? There were some yeah. great bits, but there was a ton of action and and so maybe that that makes it harder for us to, you know, highlight more points.
1: I mean, there were a lot of, I think we did great. I don't know about you, but I thought this was a really great episode I've got so far. One
0: more question. Yeah. Yeah. What what is the warden's loyalty? Ooh. What is the Ooh. warden loyalty? Oh, and, and what That's is the most a- Reputation What is, is the my most gut. generous yes. assumption That we can give of that I man. love
2: that you said the reputation I do think it's himself But um, Oh yeah Pink power, right? He's a power dude He's He wants to be the biggest guy With the coolest Members only jacket You know I don't know He's Yeah, he wants to be
0: Because he was willing to go Into the boiling water Yeah If that meant that his record Was perfect Yep and I just, I'm curious. So honor. What drives for him? That's
2: honor, just, and that would be his
1: fascinating loyalty. I, I just wrote a paper on
0: honor for my divinity school
1: Ooh. assignment
0: uh and it was comparing the, you didn't make at least one zuko joke in that uh, paper then you uh, had a missed opportunity that's and rough I would buddy at least to see yeah <laughs> I, I i i couldn't it was about
1: the iliad and oh, achilles cool com- and comparing that to polycarp who is a famous martyr and Ooh. so the grounds of the question was what are the grounds that make it acceptable to lay down one's life oh wow that's and
2: fascinating.
1: And in, in ancient Greek culture, uh, honor is is the is the deal. It, you do everything for honor and, and You would just,
2: like, you'd rather um, die than have, than be dishonored. And so that's
1: that's a really interesting uh, parallel. I just, I wanted to bring that Well, especially
0: because what's the narrative you have to tell yourself to see your behaviors in that light when we're <sighs> seeing them in a very completely different light, right? Yeah. yeah. The warden is set up for us to be the villain – it is it seems very clear that to to him he is the hero in his own story yeah. like he feels justified and and that's scary when that's a narrative one can tell themselves when also acting sure out of really
2: depraved right yeah. <laughs> you could be completely insane and and have that ideology i think i think it's i think it's tough in our world because there's not a lot of world order anymore like there's not a lot of you know, it's kind of a free for all. And in that, it's absolutely terrifying. Whereas, you know, in the 50s, which also had its issues and, you know, it was horrible for women and people of color. It was almost easier to live in a certain way because there was a definite, um, almost like a checklist or, a, 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 you know, you go up the ladder, like there were all these these structures and we just have nothing now. And even though I'm glad that we have all of this incredible um, you know civil liberties and 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 i'm a huge fan of black lives matter and lgbtq plus and all of that i mean god yes but i'm also like wow where do we go where do we go from here it's kind of a big that's why
1: i'm going to school i know and i'm so (laughs) glad you
2: are i hope you figured out for all of us because
1: honestly order
2: helps me i mean you know church gives it to me like my pastor you know i like it from him but i like it from books or i like it from you know netflix on occasion
1: (laughs) yeah but i just every anything and everything right
2: yeah i just feel like i need some sort of some order to hold on to
1: sounds like a great time and a good stopping point for us to take a little break and we're going to come back to our devotion yes and it'll be wonderful
0: yeah, we'll be right back.
1: All right, everybody, welcome back. We're glad you're here. We missed you. We just have been so fortunate to be in your presence, in your earbuds. And also, we're just so thankful that Cricket is still here with us. Aww. She's going to join us for our devotion. And today we are talking about the lens that we've been talking about all episode, which is loyalty. But we're going to talk about it through the element of water. So with that in mind, Sunshine is going to kick us off. Sunshine, when you think about water and loyalty, what, what is a, an intention that you want to set for the coming week?
0: I think for me, the conversation around capacity, uh, was really important. And I, and I really latched onto that earlier this episode. And so for me, it's kind of having an awareness of on a day-to-day basis, what is my capacity and kind of being intentional about thinking of that each morning so that I can kind of progress through my day in, in the best way. So how much can my pitcher really hold mm-hmm. Um, how much water can my pitcher really hold on on a day to day basis, and how do I navigate that and be okay with it? And I think that's going to be the tough part. It's coming to terms each day of saying like, I'm not feeling as good today. Mm-hmm. I don't think I can accomplish yeah. as much, and that's okay because I'm also a person who sometimes like I'll have my to do list, and if I don't cross it off, then like <laughs> I feel unproductive. <laughs> totally. And I think, but but I think there's days where I realize like I I wrote this to do list for the week or like yeah. you know a week ahead of time thinking i could knock out these 8 things on tuesday and i woke up on tuesday and i just don't feel good about the day and my capacity is a little bit lower and so i only get 3 things done yeah. and i think that it's it's making sure that i'm okay with that i'm enough that doesn't mean i'm not good enough that doesn't mean that i'm not self compassion you know, that is the yeah, key and i think yeah. that that's that's what my plan is for the week that's, that's awesome. really
1: beautiful for for me right now because you should see my to do list. You know class. what? And I love it's the to do list obscene. thing.
2: And what I do is I get like three done, and I look at the other five, and I reframe it. I just say, "Huh, look what I get to do in the next couple days," and then I just put it down. I pretend in my brain. You
0: better than I. <laughs> and I'll tell you, it's
2: a lie, but eventually I believe it. It's really weird. Try it.
0: Absolutely. Right. Yeah. So that's my plan. So
1: for for me. Uh, oh, you know, uh, before we move on, I think that reminds me really importantly about uh, a Brene Brown podcast, mm-hmm. uh, Unlocking, Us, Unlocking Us. She does an episode on like fifty-fifty parenting. Mm. um anyway it talks about like percentages oftentimes we go in assuming that we're at 100 and you like i come home from a hard day assume the other person's at 100 and say hey you got this and they're like no 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 no, i'm at 20 i can't handle this right now yes so what happens if we're not at 100 so if i'm at 20 and you're at 20 that's 60 that's missing yeah.
0: and so <laughs> the way you worded that i thought your math was very wrong for a second <laughs> i thought you were gonna say that like You're 20, I'm 20, that's 60%. And then I'm glad you threw in the that's missing part because I was like, that Uh math doesn't, anyways, continue. Yeah, so that's 60%
1: that's missing. How do we accommodate for it? And so like having a plan with your partner or with your, whomever you're working with, your team to saying, hey, I'm operating at 20. Where are you? Oh, you can pick up my Slack. That's awesome today. I will work it in the future when I'm at 80 and you're at 20 to pick up yours. Or vice versa. And okay, if we're in 40-40, or whatever if we're less than 100 what are we going to do to to set those boundaries what you and do so you write your kid a sorry
2: note and you just say we suck i'm so sorry we're at 40 but but
1: like but like metaphorically kinda you know yeah. i i like <laughs> um anyway that's just a thought that's a really great episode if you want to get more diving into yes that i concept. love that one i'll um, do that so for for me loyalty in water um Loyalty strikes me as something that, before our conversation, struck me as very solid. Um, Mm. It is something that is or is not. And what I've learned is that loyalty requires a little bit more fluidity. Um, It requires a little bit more, uh, it needs to be malleable. It needs to be something that um, is not rigid. Um, Because when it is rigid, we often are loyal to a fault. Right. Mm. And so so for me, I need to I'm going to do some meditating this week on what are the things that I am loyal to? And I I want to intentionally pick one that one thing that I'm loyal to. And then I want to set a boundary around it. That's my intention for this week. That's my goal. It's simple. But I'm going to meditate on one thing that I am loyal to. I'm going to set a boundary and then I'm going to let myself uh kind of be a little bit more fluid with it instead of uh having this rigid loyalty i want to be more fluid and that's awesome that i can hear too. love it so tell me about you cricket what are, when you think of loyalty through the lens of water yeah. what, well, what comes up for you well
2: i was thinking about being flexible right so i'm like okay i was born like super type a and was rigid person throughout my 20s and then life thank god kicked my butt and i learned to try to just go with the flow which is so not my nature but it's becoming my new nature um and I like it I mean it's so much easier I have less anxiety less conflict um I don't I don't put as much care into things that maybe don't matter or other people's opinions so I just want to be when I think of water and I tell all my the people that I supervise I'm like be like water and they're like, what? And I'm like, just be like water. Water moves. It moves a lot. It It's not stagnant. It's, it's fresh mm. and it moves and it's cooling. And it's and that's how you should be uh, as a clinician because you have no idea what people are going to say or want from you. Um, and then when you get home and you're a mom or you're a parent, it's like, so I think that's what I think of when I think about the water itself. And then loyalty through water would be the loyalty to me and my own needs and meeting them Mm. first even though I feel guilt and shame I want to work this week on setting a boundary maybe with my stepson but without feeling the guilt or shame after like I should do that because I'd be a better mom if you know and it's like but will I and am I just and why am I doing it I have to be like oh I'm doing it because if anybody asked I can say I did it that is not a good reason like at all
1: And that's Uh, that's a great red flag, right? Yeah, that's why I would
2: do it. So I'm like, no, let's pretend I live alone on the universe. That is not something I would do. So I'm going to do what I want, which is set a boundary. I will do what's expected, but maybe not go above and beyond every second because it takes a lot out of a person. So Mm. I think that's what I want to do this week is, is consider how I can be more flexible uh, and roll like water, not get upset at little things, um, not take things personally and then really identify a time with my stepson where I can set a boundary and let go of the guilt.
1: I am on board and I
0: support your decision. Thank you. What an important thing to highlight, even in just kind of in this moment, because as kids are doing virtual schooling and as parents yeah. are navigating things that are just completely it's different. It's pretty nuts. There, there, there's yet to be, uh, I'm guessing, there might be coming out with one soon, but there's yet to be like, how to be the perfect parent and teacher at the same time. <laughs> like, that, like that book doesn't exist, The dummy's guide
2: and, to homeschooling and, if, yeah, and, and COVID.
0: And so being able to give grace and kind of setting those boundaries and intentions and um, just, I'm working with a lot of kids right now who through their virtual, uh, yeah. schooling and pa- it is, it is tough. And so give yourself grace. All the parents who listen, like, Oh, I love, love that. You and give yourself I love grace. that. Give
2: yourself grace. It's true. We deserve so much more than we give ourselves. And I also try to think when I'm being hard on myself, I say, Oh, what would I say to my best friend? And I always, it's way nicer. So I'm like, hello, moron. Why don't you take that advice? That's what I do. And then I'm like, oh, cool. Like I would give so much grace to my my best friend, but I'm like a jackass with myself. So I'm like, no, I need to, if that's the little device I need to use, my psychological trick, then it's fine. And I end up being more graceful to myself.
0: Yeah. Give yourself some gratitude, just like we're about to do some right with some characters right now. Yeah. Um. I, I'm i going to go first. Yep. Because I want to. Great. That's, <laughs> <this is laughs> that's, that's how that's going to work. Right, I really um, like
2: that reason.
0: Yeah, me too. So in this moment, I'm really okay with it. So I'm choosing to give gratitude to Tylee. Um, and I think it's for that reason I stated earlier, just how tough it is to, to make the courageous decision mm. in a moment where you see the the punishment, the outcome, the consequence, and to choose what you is right and to choose what is courageous in that moment. um, Even when the consequence is right there, looking you at the eye and has the ability to shoot blue fire in your face, (laughs) she chooses it anyways. And I think that that in part is, is is based off of the courage that she gets from may, but to make that decision is still something she had to choose to do. And I'm just incredibly grateful that she did it. Good one. Good one, Tylee. I love that.
1: Cricket, do you want to go or do you want me to?
2: I'll go. Um, I'm going to give right. it to Kiyoshi Mama Suki. Um she's so because gravity. I don't know, it just struck me like she did not have to do any of that. You know, like I don't know, it just it, it struck me she's not part of their like super tight friend crew, you know? And I just love that she decided to go out on a limb. Obviously she has talents in that area, so it's a gift for her. It's not it's not look what I'm going to do for you so you can do for me. It's it's actually sharing mm. her gift, and her and her gift is gonna you know save these people. So I give it up to Suki, and um, I wish we could see more of her.
0: Here, here,
1: wow, I'm glad that you were grateful for her because I might have done it if you didn't. But you can um, add to it. To
2: yeah, she's awesome.
1: So I, I'm I'm gonna pick the star. I'm gonna pick oh. May. Oh, um, wow. And, and and the reason I'm gonna pick May, it, like I don't th- I was not going to pick May originally, but after our conversation, I've just been thinking about it is that like how much courage it takes to be loyal to yourself, right? And May is a shining beacon of what it looks like at its most difficult, mm. right? She, struggled with this. She was mad at Zuko. She was mad at Azula. She's mad at the world that Zuko left, and she still makes the choice to be loyal to her, to yeah. do what she believes is right even in the face of Azula's fear, in the face of that estranged relationship, in the face of not having Zuko next to her. It's just a really beautiful moment and I am grateful for it. Oh, for I everyone
2: love that.
0: courage yeah good one it's a tough choice to make we picked all girls this time didn't we all girls all girls so courageous that's awesome what what a great episode well cricket thank you so much for coming back again thank Uh, you i love hanging out out with you guys we will definitely have you back when we we are trying to get to to Cora season one. And so, okay, um, great
2: idea. If,
0: if we do that, you are more than welcome to, to come on back and, and to throw it's, some input in for some. It of the is Legend my pleasure.
2: I'm a big fan of yours and you guys are so woke and so interesting. And Woo! yeah, I just dig it. I just think, I just think it's, it's always a great conversation. I wish we all lived closer and we could have big old dinner yeah. parties and just talk about, you know, big themes. And, yes. Wouldn't that yes. be great? I know. That'd be so, awesome. So I yes. appreciate you guys. Thank you again.
1: Yeah. Maybe somebody on the Patreon can do like
0: a $3,000 donation and, and pay for us pay all for to them. have dinner together. <laughs> That'd <here>. be awesome. <laughs> Plane tickets, food, we'll all go on an all inclusive vacation to Sandals, Jamaica. Yeah. So we can travel. Again. I've never been there. That sounds awesome. Uh,
1: I have Me no either. idea if
0: it's a good <laughs> thing or not. <laughs> it just sounds good. Um, yeah. Why not? Uh so well, Thank you so much. Um, Thank you all for listening. I appreciate that y'all, the support that we've gotten over the the past few months, especially with Avatar hitting Netflix, has been amazing. Um, Follow us on BNB underscore pod at Twitter and Instagram. Send us a voicemail. Send us a voicemail to thearchiveeagmail.com. Uh, support us on Patreon if you want bonus content, want access to our private Facebook group, want episodes early. We have bonus episodes where Max chooses things that we talk about Ooh. this way, and so we've got episodes on the the last thing we talked about was the terminal, uh, the you know the classic Steven Spielberg 2004 Tom Hanks joint, you know. Mm-hmm. So we talk about that, <laughs> and then you can get all that on Patreon by supporting there. So head over to Patreon.com/backslash. B underscore pod. Cricket, where can they find all of all of your things that you Oh, got on the right. They
2: can find me on TikTok at Cricket Lee, L-E-I-G-H, or on um, Instagram. That's Cricket World. C-R-I-C-K-E-T-W-I-R-L-D, because the nice. O was taken. Who took that? Oh, <laughs> um and you know, YouTube and everywhere else. So
0: <laughs> sweet thanks for joining us. Another Thank great you episode. so much. I'm Sunshine Mayfield. And this has been Pruitt. And this has been Bending Not Breaking. Thank you for listening.